What a good tune. It's great. It's a great tune. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Cinemates. I'm Mike Jose Collins. That's Jake Schultz, and we're back with some more movie magic hey. over the weekend. Uh, I took a little trip back to Ottawa. A little fun over there. Watched a couple of uh, nothing. I didn't watch anything. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> but I did watch some stuff on the bus Ooh. over there. So I had a, I had a good uh, ten hours of of movie viewing time. I've watched Very eight nice. movies over the past week, which is a lot and a lot of horror. A lot of spooky season has officially started. Yes, Halloween is upon us, so we will be watching a lot of horror. Yeah, horror movies uh, to go here. How are you doing today, Jake? I'm good. Happy Thanksgiving, Mike. Happy Thanksgiving. You had a good time back in Ottawa? I did. It was very nice. Nice to see my family. I don't get to see them that often. When was the last time you went up? Um, poof. I don't know. Probably Is early. Like February? Early in the year. Maybe February. Mm. Oh, I think I went to something in February. Yes. <laughs> I remember you leaving and you were like, I'm on a bus this weekend sometime in February. So I think February? that was it. Yeah, I think I went to... A Oh, I went to a wedding. That was Montreal. Uh, that was Montreal. Uh, well, I did not go it's to basically Ottawa. the same way. Yeah. Anyway, this is boring. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> people don't care about our lives. What do you mean? No, people don't care about our lives. So we're going to watch a lot of horror movies over the uh, coming weeks. Yeah. Uh, how many movies did you get o- around to this week? Um, not as much as I was thinking I was going to. I had a pretty busy week. I did get to three, however. Oh, but very nice. We got to do something for Horror Month, man. We do. We will watch. Uh, we should watch a new one or well, here's watch my, the same movie at least. Here's my thinking: is that The Exorcist has already been announced for VOD for next week. For next week? Yeah. So believer. Yeah, that is a. We're skipping on that in theaters. All right. Yeah. I'm okay with and that. I'm thinking that the two of us do a little double feature of Tubi and Binu. Of <laughs> yes, of the Nun two and the Exorcist believer. Yes, the Nun and catch up on those and do a spooky one. And then um, sure, sure. I'm thinking we just do like an actual spooky episode for Halloween. Let's like, do it. Just got to think of like, do like a best characters, best horror, best something. So if you have suggestions. Oh, like a draft. Yeah. Like just let okay. us know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like it. I like this it. This is a good time and it comes quick. It comes yeah. and goes fast. we're fine with Halloween. It's like, oh, let's get into the mood. And then when you're finally there, it's like, oh. Okay. I know. It's hard. Remembrance Day is. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jesus. All right. Well, well, why don't we talk about what we watched? Um, yeah. You want to go first? Oh, well, actually, uh, thanks for the support on TikTok, guys. We said we would try to get more out there. Um, a lot of hate, too. Love Not that. Not just more. We've been pumping out, We're like, Pumping out a lot. Um, thanks for the Henry Sugar takes. Uh, that was a, a ton that we were getting to there. Yeah. Um, I a mean, lot of people liked those, and a lot of people didn't like those. So it kind of worked out for us. Uh, but why don't we talk what we watched? Well, you also were getting a lot of uh, some acclaim for your Woody Allen take. I was a little surprised by that. I thought there was going to be Why? people out there that would have been like, Dude, oh. nobody likes Woody Allen anymore. That's true. That's true. But your Iron Man th- 2 take was getting some bad talk. Horrible Iron take. Man 2? Yeah, whatever. Also, shout out Damien. Yeah, thank you for commenting on everything, Damien. We have to get you on here one we really time do. soon. We keep yeah, saying we, we, we say that with all of like the people in our program that we're like, we're going to get you on the pod, and then we just don't put them on. Daniel, I know you've been wanting to go on for a while. We'll get you on. We promise. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> it's funny every episode we say just ask and then everybody asks and we never <laughs> and put them we on. don't put them on no uh, unless you're yeah. directly related to mike we do not have you on this podcast That's it's how true it goes. that is true uh you want to go first no why i don't you scared yeah <laughs> i feel a little nervous we normally don't just jump straight into what we watch this week it's true but, but there really nothing 
happened. Well, you watched the most recent new movie, though. That's true. Mm-hmm. I did. Yeah, why don't you do that one? Okay. Because well. I'm, I'm, I'm curious. I'll start with it then, because I watched Dumb Money because you refused to watch it with me. So I decided to go to theaters to the freshly renovated landmark cinemas. I did have a better experience this time. The chair was more comfortable. Oh, there you go. So I will give it that. Shout out Landmark for that one. Um, And this, if you don't know, is the film about the GameStop Reddit squeeze that happened in 2021. So this was very recent. This film came and went like- 2021? I thought it was 2020. No, it was was the end of 2020. It was the start of 2021, so January. Yeah, I do remember it being early in a year. This was made into a book and adapted shortly after by Craig Gillespie. Wow. Uh, the, the guy who did Cinderella and I, Tanya. So he Which has Cinderella. Oh, not Cinderella. Cruella. Oh, Cruella. Cruella. <laughs> Deville, yes. Not so Cruella. many Cinderellas. There is. And this is with an acclaimed, just a massive cast. You got Paul Dano, Shailene Woodley, your favorite, America Ferreira, Pete Davidson, Seth Rogen, Nick Offerman, Ant- Anthony Ramos, Sebastian Stan. Like the list goes on and on and Damn, on. Damn, that's a lot. And it's an interesting subject. Obviously, because this was a big point in time for stocks and privatization of stocks and just really bringing power to the people in, what, in terms of what they wanted with stocks. And there's been a lot of comparisons to another film that was about stocks because, of course, The Big Short. The, or Is that what it's called? The Big, the Big Short? Short. Those two got a lot of comparisons with each other because why wouldn't they? However, this film does not really care too much about if you know about stocks or not, and it doesn't really go into explaining a lot. Like you will know now if you don't know anything about stocks, you're gonna leave this movie knowing nothing about stocks. It doesn't hold your hand at all. It just straight up is just like, yeah, this is what happened, and it's more of trying to tell as much information as they can as possible. And the way they do it is they tell it through different people. So they tell it through Keith Gill, who was the guy who was the the redditor and the YouTuber who started the movement behind it. So he's the main guy. His wife. That is kind of the crux of the film. And then you follow some corporate billionaires. So that's the Seth Rogans and the Nick Offermans and Vincent D'Onofro's. So you follow their their storyline. And then there's other storylines of people who have bought in to the GameStop market shares at different points in time. So America Ferrer, she's like a struggling mom. Then you have someone who works at GameStop. That's Anthony Ramos's character. And so you're kind of exploring all these different storylines surrounding the big picture, which is this, this shortage, this stock. And it's interesting, and it and that's the one thing that right off the bat is that it's a very interesting story. I don't think that it's as strong as it could have been though, because it has so many different storylines that it's trying to balance out the entire time, and it's hard to tell seven, eight different storylines in an hour and forty-four minutes. And this is going to be one of those rare movies where I sit here and go, "It's too short. It's way too short. It's trying to do so many things that you don't really have a chance to sink into one thing specifically." And I was a little disappointed by that. However, the cast is great. I loved every single one. Paul Dano was born to play Redditor. It's one of the funniest <laughs> comments I've ever seen in my life. He, he's great. He's always great. It's Paul Dano. You're no surprises. Yeah. At the, all. The, the cast looks amazing in this thing. Yeah, it's fantastic. I, Craig Gillespie's a good director. He does have editing flaws in a lot of his yeah. films, and this was apparent again. And the pacing does hit a little hard in that it's second half. The pacing. Half. Yeah, it just for an hour and forty-four to try to tell so many things and juggle. It's just, it's hard. And yeah, that's the, a lot of stories for less than a two hour movie. Right. And one of the issues that I also have with this in terms of when the comparisons to The Big Short, I feel like don't lie as well, is that The Big Short was told a couple years later when everything was settled, when you knew everything that happened. And it was like, this is what happened. This is the aftermath. Yeah. When, that was about 2008. And when was Big Short? 2014? 2014. Yeah. Right. So then this is a two year gap. You don't know. We, we don't know anything that's happened out of this. There's The fallout is just barely started. 
in all this, and they even talk about how the SEC spoilers it's this all happened so but like the sec they all went to court and then they dismissed it all for all like the rich people yeah and then this was the start of just buying you being allowed to buy into all these different stories but it's 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 harder to feel the consequences because it kind of doesn't have one you don't have that end point yet there's no congruent ending to this story because it's still happening two years later okay so i feel like that's a bit difficult and i think that's part of the issue with trying to rush out and make this film immediately other than that, I really enjoyed it. It's a lot of fun. It's an interesting story, obviously. It's not funny. It's not like laugh out loud funny. Oh, really? But it's very... Okay, shut up. But it No, is, no. I'm serious. Like it seemed, I thought it was going to be a comedy. It tries to be. Oh. It's... It just falls flat yeah, when it tries to make jokes? It's kind of just more like... You saw that the, the comedy moments in I, Tonya and yeah. moments. It's kind of more of the same like that. It's more of a drama with comedy spliced in there. Dane DeHaan has a hilarious, it's not really a cameo because he's advertised, but you don't recognize him until he takes off his mask because huh. this is during COVID. And he's he's unrecognizable. Shout out Dane DeHaan. He's having like a kind of a resurgence here between this and Oppenheimer. I'm kind of happy to see him back in films. But I give it three and a half stars. I really enjoyed it. I think everyone will watch it that will really like it. Even if you don't care about stocks, you won't learn anything, but you'll know an interesting story by the end of it. Very cool. Yeah. Worth a watch then? Wait for streaming? Um. Yeah. I don't think there's too much of a rush to go out and check it out. It's it is it is cool. It is fun. It feels like an Oscar film, which is why I'm going to be surprised when this game doesn't get nominated anywhere. Yeah, it's a pretty stacked year. Yeah, it is. It doesn't feel like the fall has been stacked more recently, but Dino's performance, uh, best. Uh, no. no, no. Oh, really? He's just consistently great, but this year is too stacked. I think for yeah, it's a tough acting. one to get into. Yeah, he's really good, though. He was probably my favorite performance in here. Shailene Woodley doesn't have too much to work with, but she's pretty good. Pete Davidson is really funny. He's probably the funniest character in this, as Pete Davidson normally is when he's in these films. For sure. Seth Rogen's more of a drama role, but he's not in the film too, too much. I did not love America Ferreira in this movie. Really. she. I think it's just her character is really dumb and really stupid, and they don't really hold back in showing that she's kind of stupid because she's trying to make her family have a better life. But she just is try- so interested in sticking it to the man that she just doesn't ever buy out and <laughs> kind of goes back to bite her in the ass. But it's a good movie. I enjoyed it. I had a good time watching it. Very nice. Just wish it was a bit longer. Which is something that's crazy to say. Yeah, because normally you sit here and go, everything's too long. Everything is said, too long. We've said this on this podcast multiple times. This film's too long. This film's too long. This is one that could have benefited from another 30 minutes. Or honestly. Oof, come on. Hey, honestly, a miniseries. Oh, yeah. This would have fit a miniseries. That's what, you know, when you think about the story, it seems like it would be like a limited series. Yeah, because you have all these different storylines. If you had eight yeah. episodes, you an could hour explore each, them pretty, pretty further into. Yeah, in, in maybe depth. gave Keith character a little bit more depth. Uh, the Dave Portnoy jump scare was terrifying Ooh. in this film. Okay, scared when I saw him. I was like, Ugh! plays himself or yeah, because there is a point where he had a interview with the Robin Hood one of the yeah, CEOs, yeah. which did happen, so they kind of redo that. But I was not expecting it. I was like, ah, okay. that's Dave Portnoy. is scary, terrifying. That was probably the scariest thing that's happened <laughs> to me all spooky months so far. Wow. Yeah. Why don't we go back and forth this pod? Let's 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 go to you next, and then we'll keep going back and forth with what we watch. I think we should get a little bit of vibe with that. Sure, sure. Okay. Um, I'll go to my next, uh, or I guess my, my movie that I've seen recently. Uh, I watched a ton, and I tried to get all into um, horror movies. Uh, but I'll go with the, the, one of the most recent ones I watched, which was Tom Cruise, The Mummy. Uh, <laughs> have you seen this movie? Have I seen The Mummy? The Mummy with the, the Tom Cruise version. The Dark Universe? 
Yeah. Dude, they tried to like, like I, I remember when this came out that they were trying to like make it uh, a big cinematic universe. Um, with just like just you monsters and monster hunters. That logo goes crazy in that yeah. film. No, um, I haven't seen it. Uh, okay, so <laughs> it's really bad, but the beginning is actually kind of good. Okay, like they set it up to be something really cool. Like it's it's Tom Cruise and uh, what's his name, Jake Johnson, the 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 new girl guy. He's in that. Yeah. So it's them. Why? It's those <laughs> two. He's like the sidekick, and he's okay. he's by the way the best character in the movie. That doesn't surprise me. Um, and it's like them, they work for the military, but they always like go on these little like off things to go like find treasure and then sell it. But they're like, use the guise of that they work for the military or whatever. Um, and then they're in, I think it's Iraq and they find ancient Egyptian stuff in Iraq. Um, because the mummy, I guess, got moved there. Whatever. It, it doesn't matter. But like 30 minutes in, they kill Jake Johnson. Oh. And what? you're like, but he was the best character. And then the whole thing just flies off the rails. Uh, he like dies in a plane crash, but he doesn't die because he's been cursed. And then the whole thing is like Dr. Jekyll, <laughs> which is Russell Crowe, Jekyll Hyde. Oh, no. Is um like capturing monsters and the whole, this is like, they're trying to set up this whole cinematic universe where the beginning of the movie could have actually been cool if it was just those two guys like hunting for treasure. Uh, Tom Cruise is horrible in this movie too, which is I was surprised by because it seems like a movie perfect for Tom Cruise, like mm-hmm. an action-y type of movie, but he's just brutal in this thing. Um, and they say his name, his name's Nick, and they say it like a thousand times. It's so annoying. <laughs> they have like this scene with all these rats. The CGI isn't very good, but it just flies off the rails where they try to add like all of these monsters, like this weird monster universe that they're trying to create, and it just Dark never universe. works. It never works this whole time. I gave this two stars because it, honestly, it was a pretty good effort that they tried to put into it. It just in no way came to fruition of an actual watchable movie, which was really disappointing because I actually enjoyed the beginning of this thing quite a lot. Like the first twenty minutes are pretty interesting. It felt like I was watching the original Mummy, um, but I mean, even at that time, like. Why didn't they just get Brendan Fraser to come back? Brendan Fraser was kind of on a little bit of a downward spiral. We all know how he's had yeah, a yeah, resurgence obviously. recently, but I, I, yeah, they should have. I don't know why Tom Cruise. Because this was, was early, and like, what was this? Twenty sixteen or something? It's twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen. Like, it, it just seems so weird, and it, it felt such like a not Tom Cruisey movie, mm. and it, it just, it really hurt to have Jake Johnson as a really likable character at the beginning of this movie, and then they just shoot him, and he's a zombie for the rest of the movie. Like he he just comes back as a ghost to talk to Tom Cruise for for the most of the movie. Is he like a comedic ghost? As a ghost? No. <laughs> he, really? Well, he's just like doing the bidding of the, the mummy. And uh, then they, they, spoiler, they bring him back to life at the end of the movie for the rest of the franchises to, to <laughs> go on. Uh, but it just does not work. And it's just brutal. Like, it's really hard to sit through. Uh, but I sat through the whole thing. Mm. So, I, you know, I gave it two stars. It was it was kind of watchable. Did you ever see that photo of all of them sitting around in a circle? It was like Russell Crowe, Benicio Del Toro, Tom Cruise, John Johnny Depp, and Ugh. I don't remember what her name is, but this photo is insane. What That's the photo that? that they put out as the, the teaser for the dark universe and the, before they canceled it. Bro, it, I, honestly, like they were setting up something kind of cool. What was it? Because I don't care. So what was what were they setting up at the end? Uh, so at the end, he has supernatural mummy powers, Tom Cruise. Okay, hold on. And they they go no, back. You, to, you can't just breeze past that. What do you mean he has supernatural mummy powers? What does has, that even mean? He has the powers of the Egyptian god of death. <laughs> what did you just say to me? What does that mean? So he dies <laughs> and the mummy. Like Tom Cruise dies. Yes, yeah, so he dies, but the mummy picks him 
earlier when they found the sarcophagus to be the chosen one for the, the god of death. So he can't die, basically, in the plane crash. And then, um, so because he's the chosen one, she stabs this dagger thing that gives him the, the basically the god can take a human form. But because he was a good guy and he had a really good heart, he was able to use the god's power to defeat the mummy. So now he's a monster, which, well, technically he's just fine, but he's like a normal guy with mummy powers, but you don't really know what his mummy powers are going to be. So it's kind of cool. But he brought his buddy Jake Johnson back to life, Vale, as he's known in the movie. Um, Vale? Yes. And so in like the Dr. Jekyll's um, like laboratory, you can see like werewolf skeletons and vampire skeletons. So they're sort of like building like, ooh, what's going to happen next? Uh, and yeah, and the end of the what? movie is like he's riding on a horse and he has a giant sandstorm coming up from under his horse's legs because he has the the god's powers. What did you just say to me? Yeah. That sounds ridiculously convoluted. Yeah. Dude, this thing like <laughs> jumps the shark in the first 30 minutes of the movie. It's nuts. It's it's just really like dumb how they tried to do it. You should you, you have to do stuff like Iron Man did stuff. You just make a, a movie on its own and then if people really like it, you can start adding layers onto it like well, they did when they put like Hawkeye at the end of a movie or or Thor. They found Thor's Heimer at the end of Iron Man 2. That's how DC failed is because they went yes. immediately into Justice League and you cannot just you start a franchise with yeah. Justice League. It's tough. That's I kind of want to watch it now. It's not worth a watch. Is it boring? No, it's not boring. It just you're like, what are you doing? Do you think they should bring back the Dark Universe? I, I I really like monster stuff. Like there was a movie, um, Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters, and I actually really liked that movie. And they ended it on such a sick way. Like they could build a dope franchise out of that. They have like a troll on their team. It's sick. But does everything need to be a franchise? No, but I want like a sequel to something. This I like monster stuff, and this could have been something really cool. Um, like listen, take away the fact that Tom Cruise has like slaves building him cars and stuff, and that he's a very <laughs> bad person. But in this movie, and people's whole defense, well, he's a good actor. In this, he's not. He's not good in this movie. Just have, I don't know why they didn't have Jake Johnson just be the main character. He was so good. I don't think he was big enough to be main character. And he no, he is. definitely wasn't. But now, like, make him the main character would be really cool. How many times did he run in the film? A, a lot, yeah. Good. Uh, <laughs> do you want to hear the Dark Universe's abandoned films? Sure. Channing Tatum as Van Helsing. Okay, that's kind of cool. Luke Evans as Dracula Untold. I like that. Luke Evans is dope. Russell Crowe as both Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Yes, he was in this. Johnny Depp's Invisible Man. Okay, yeah. That's the only way I'd like to see Johnny Depp. A Phantom of the Opera and Hunchback film was in production. Oh, that's kind of cool. Dwayne Johnson's The Wolfman. Yep, nobody cares about that. <laughs> Creatures of the Black Lagoon. See, these are all cool. I'd love to see these as movies. I believe that also The Wolfman is with Ryan Gosling. I think that's been in production for a long oh, time. I don't sick. think it's actually going to happen. But yeah, that was supposed to be Gine- uh, Guillermo del Toro doing that film as well. That'd be awesome. Angelina Jolie is the Bride of the Frankenstein. Very cool. And yeah, that's a lot of films that they were doing. And Universal still doesn't know what to do because they just did uh, Renfield earlier this year. And clearly Oof. they have no idea what to that do. That seemed it. like a made-for-TV movie, though. Yeah, it did. Yeah, and it hadn't like it did not seem at all like it was related to anything involving this movie. This movie like had like clearly a huge budget. Should we start a petition to bring the Dark Universe back? Bring it back, but do it like interesting. Okay, don't watch this movie, but watch the first twenty minutes. Okay. I actually think you'll like it because it was it was pretty cool. Like I was into it. 
what about if Universal gave us money to make the Dark Universe? What would be the first character that you would choose? Oh, if I had to make like a monster movie? Yeah. Ooh, that's pretty cool. If you're a big monster guy. Oh, there's so many good monsters. Scooby-Doo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, that's, I guarantee that's probably how most of their production meetings actually go. Hmm, what do we want? Scooby-Doo. Let's go back to Scooby. No, it, dude, I like a good werewolf thing. I think Frankenstein would be sick, which they're doing. So, Oh, yeah, they're, we got that coming out in a couple exactly. months. Exactly. Uh, Frankenstein would be sick. Dracula, again, coming out soon. So, yeah. yeah, but like something that's not been broken to death. Like we've seen these films over and over again. You got to go, you got to get like into the dip, the depths of it. Like, right. like Invisible Agent. Invisible Agent. She-Wolf of London. That's a werewolf. Well, it's uh, a ooh, she-wolf, actually. She-wolves of London. Actually, I think you're right. I think Scooby-Doo is just the right answer to go with. Just, <laughs> just reboot Scooby-Doo again. The, um, I love water stuff. Like, I think making a, a scary water movie would be sick. So Creature of the Black Lagoon could be pretty cool. Loch Ness Monster? Little Nessie? Dude, make like a make a Loch Ness monster movie. That actually sounds. Has there sick. been a Loch Ness monster? There movie? must be. That sounds dope. I love like boat horror movies, but they just never really work. But when it works, oof, they're fun. So I searched up Loch Ness, and the only thing I got was a Ted Danson adventure family film. Oh, all right. The uh, <laughs> <laughs> the um, the what was that movie? The the Dead Don Trotter. What was that stupid? The vampire one. The alien on the boat. That seems like a great plot. Oh, the last voyage of Demeter. Last voyage of the Demeter. It's a, we missed a lot of horror movies this year. We it seemed like a great plot. I, it's, apparently, it's really boring, but, wow. um, but that seemed like a great plot. Like the idea of that seems awesome. A vampire on a boat—that's dope. Alien on a boat. I I think all I've learned from this is that studios should just give us money. And Dude, we'll make give a us film. money, man. I'd cast you in the film as Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Rongo Reggie. All right. Uh, the doctor or the monster. Both. Ooh. A little Jekyll and Hyde. That doesn't make any sense, but I nope, like it. It doesn't. Let's get on to what I watched <laughs> for a horror film, because I did watch two horror films as well. I watched, the first one was a 2008 film called The Strangers. The Strangers is a, I don't know, like it's supposed to be more of like a thriller-ish film. It's not really scary. This is directed by Brian Bertino. Stars lovely actors Liv Tyler and Scott Speedman. And it's about a night when they're being stalked by a bunch of people in masks because they're home. Got to ask you, did you like the ending? The ending is so stupid. Oh, I like the ending. Hey, why is this happening to us? Because you were home. home. I get it. It's a great line. I get it. It's like all time. Yeah. It doesn't mean that the film wasn't boring. 90 minutes of the film is just walking around and, oh, look in the background. They're standing there spooky and they're just stalking them for like... 90 minutes and it's really boring the acting is terrible Liv Tyler is really not good in this film Scott Speedman I thought he was involved which would have been a fun twist because she said no to them getting engaged which first of all hold on what kind of douchebag proposes to his girlfriend at someone else's wedding you gotta be a low level of crap to just can't do that have your ego that inflated that you're like you know what this is such a lovely I want the wedding. Attention. I want the love this time. To be fair, he did bring her outside of the the event, but still, nah, not very good. There's just I w- didn't feel any tension in this film whatsoever. They do the dumb decision of having Glenn Howerton in the film, the Golden God himself, and kill him off in one scene. He literally shows up and then he's dead. 
I think he had like two minutes of screen time, and then he gets shot in the head. And I was like, wow, there goes any enjoyment I had for the film. It's yeah, it's just not very good. I give it one and a half stars. Brutal. I like that movie a lot. And I really love the ending. I love that line. Because you are home. That's so sick. What a great end. It's It's the classic line. And what if that that was that movie was pretty popular. Yeah, because people are chicken. You scared? You scared of a little wind chimes? That movie I found like just a fun, like put on at home TV movie. I watched it at nine o'clock in the morning. Maybe that had something yeah. to do with it. It's funny that movie's not very good, but no. you're you're the only person I've ever known who doesn't like that movie. Really? Yeah. It's not a very good movie, but I I, I enjoy that movie. I, I think it's pretty fun. Like I get what they're trying to convey with the atmosphere and the environment. No, no, no. no. And I don't just, think they're trying to convey anything. They, I, they, they they're trying. It just doesn't work. And I don't know, like. People with masks, that's just not very scary. I've heard the sequel is a lot better. I've heard people really like the sequel. I don't know if I want to really check it out based on this film, but for like the only spooky thing. They're fun. They're fun. One of the spooky things I watched this week, I was just like, wow, this is really bad. And I did not really enjoy it that much. Nice. Shame. One and a half? One and a half stars for The Strangers. Brutal. The Midsters, more like it. The Midsters. Uh, My turn? Yes, your turn. I watched a movie called Devil's Island. Okay. (laughs) This, that sounds like it's going to be terrible. Devil's Island. Um, it's funny. I watched this movie, and it's based in Thousand Islands, and I was driving through Thousand Islands um, when this I was watching this movie. 2021? Um, have you ever been to Thousand Islands? I have not. I guess it's more of like an Ottawa thing. Um, yeah, it's like it's where a lot of people have like cottages and stuff. Um, so I was really surprised when they were like, Thousand Islands, New York. And I was like, what the hell? <laughs> I'm about to drive right past that. 71 minutes? Yeah. It's like a short movie. You like short Very movies. Very short movie. Um, <laughs> this movie sucks. <laughs> oh, God. If someone told me that Thousand Islands made a movie, this is exactly what I would expect. The whole thing is it's this girl and her parents die, but she just hasn't really talked to them. So she moved, or her grandparents die. So she takes over their home on Thousand Islands, which is like, it's a lake community. So you live on an island, take your boat around or whatever. Um, and then she's like, oh, maybe people are, like, stalking me because they don't want me to live here. That's it. Oh. There's there's no point where there's a horror moment. There's no point where there's a scary moment. Um, I'll tell you the plot of the mo- what happens in the movie because nobody's ever going to watch this movie. I think <laughs> the budget of this thing must have been, like, $300. It has under 1,000 views on Letterboxd. <laughs> yeah. Why did you – where did you find this? So I download movies on Prime. Mm. Um and then I forget that I do them sometimes. And for some reason, this movie was there. And I was like, what the hell is Devil's Island? So I watched it. Um, brutal. Brutal movie. Pretty boring. Um, but here's what happens. So the guy, there's somebody stalking her, I guess. Not stalking her, but like trying to scare her off the island because they don't like new people. Which, if you've been to Thousand Islands, honestly, might be kind of true. Uh, <laughs> Shots fired. Shots fired at Thousand Islands. Um, great uh, theater there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> raining endorsements you have here Mike so this guy and it was some guy from the beginning and then she like kills him and then the sheriff comes and he's like yeah, I bet you wanna get get out of here now and she's like no I belong here and you're like oh girl power get That's a boss kind of a sick line. I like get that. a boss it's sick and then he leaves and then like it ends with another person breaking into her house and then she has she takes her gun and then she and then the final scene is her like on a rock covered in blood like holding her gun just being like yep I belong here <laughs> it's like what <laughs> so it's basically the strangers is what you're telling me 
Yeah, it's like a weird inverse strangers. It's just bad. Never watch this movie, and honestly, never think about this ever again, because it was pointless. Pointless movie to watch. None of these people have acted in anything else. No, probably not. They're all random people. They, 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 I literally, I'm telling you, the budget of this thing must have been three hundred dollars. Poster's kind of cool. It's Poster bit, looks sick, dude. It's a, big it, it, skull. a movie called Devil's Island. It's got a big skull. A young That's woman sick. inherits a small island in New York and discovers it has a dangerous history. There's no dangerous history. <laughs> it doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> okay, it's just weird. I was like waiting, like, come on, be a ghost or something. No, home invasion. Boring. <laughs> Seen enough of those. It's directed by Taylor King and another King. It's two Kings. Get it, King. Slay. Slay All right. The boots well, house down. What'd you Purr, mama. Uh, I think I gave it one star. Oof. Okay, Purr. so we're not. Oh, yeah, one star. Not raining an endorsement so no, far as on the films no. that we've been watching. Yeah. It's not going to get much better with this one. <laughs> so I've been watching The Evil Deads for a long time now. Yeah. Finally got my chance to watch. Number Evil two's Dead. in theaters soon. Is it coming back? Yeah. Is it a restoration or is it just going to come back as. No, I think they're just playing it for this month ah. in theaters. I wouldn't mind seeing a restoration of that film, like that one and mm-hmm. the first one. The first right. one is kind of like the audio is pretty hard to hear. I think they should do a little uh, do a little touch-up, do some magic in that thing. Evil Dead Rise. Evil Dead Rise. <laughs> this is the film that came out this year. It is te- it's still like part of the series that is Evil Dead. It's got the same things that you know about the Book of the Dead. It's directed by Lee Cronin. However, this film does take its source material and kind of flips it on its head by this is about uh, a little mom that gets possessed this time she gets in front of her entire children so she is uh one of the kids reads from the book of the dead actually he starts a vinyl and the vinyl plays out some passages that he found after an earthquake they just found a little like, cool. hidden bank and they found the book of the dead hiding there all right so the mom gets possessed and there's a lot of really fun scenes of this possessed mom my god lily sullivan is so good in this film She's like, like the second she gets possessed, she just turns and her smile, like she just has like this creepy smile the entire time. Really captivating, really fun to watch. And it's brutal, it's violent, it's everything you expect from an Evil Dead film because the last two iterations have been very brutal and violent. I was a little worried that this was just going to be straight gore, and it is, in spurts, and it's kind of gross. But there's moments of humor to kind of relieve the tension a little bit. Do you like gore? I'm hit and miss with gore. I feel like if I'm in the mood for it and it's not over the top excessive, I'm fine with it. Yeah. But if it's just consistently aiming for gore, a shock value, that's when I kind of step away and I'm like, this is not for me. I don't think the film had that. It is pretty violent and the end is a little ridiculous, but I enjoyed it. I didn't love it. I do think that it does kind of lull a little bit in the second half and that's where a lot of my issues with the film rise. <laughs> Sorry, but uh, it's enjoyable. It's fun. It's a fun little wa- film to watch. Uh, it didn't really take away too much. I did like the 2013 one more, which I don't know if is a hot take or not because I've seen a lot of people really go in for this thing. I just was hoping that from the vibes I got from this, I was getting very Resident Evil Biohazard vibes. Which, if you know that game, it's the Welcome to the Family, son, and these like being like kidnapped by all these people that are like really weird and creepy, and that's where where I thought it was going, but. No, it's just more of a possession story, and then the kids slowly get possessed, and it's just kind of that. I do think that Alyssa Sutherland is a really cool final boss, or final final girl, which is kind of cool. I just didn't vibe with the end too much, and then that kid is uh, scarred for life. But that poor child, she saw so much happen to her mom and her sisters and brother. That is just 
Oh my god, I couldn't even begin to imagine. And then it turns into a giant blob thing at the end. It's, I don't know. Yeah. The, the end was weird, but it, it's fine. I give it three stars. It's okay. It's watchable. Oh, yeah. It's probably my least favorite Evil Dead film though. Yeah. Out of all of them, yeah. I was thinking about it. I really like one and two. I'm not as high on the third as a lot of other people are. You know, a lot of people are like, "Oh, it's a fun subversion of Evil Dead." No, I just think it's kind of weird. What'd you give it? The th- the third one, three and a half. Three and a half. Because it's still kind of funny. Okay. And I like that it's funny. And then I watched some of the Ash versus Evil Dead TV show. It's it's okay. I didn't finish it, but I liked it. And then I really like the 2013 one, as you know. It's just probably my least favorite. But I don't mind taking the idea of Evil Dead and turning it into this like anthology type series with just the Book of the Dead and like exploring different avenues. Yeah. I think they just have to go further from a possession of one person and then slowly infecting everyone. I think they gotta just play with it. I gotta, you gotta just go crazy. There's a lot of pages in that book. We all know the possession. We've seen it five times now. Go do something else. Yeah. There's so much potential that you could do with this franchise because it's not limited to just possession. I like it. Do that. Yeah. Go ahead. I think that's a good idea. It made a lot of money, so it's gonna continue one way or the other. I just hope that they can build from that, and it also proves that you don't need Bruce Campbell in the films to be good. Yeah, but you want him. You do want. You really want him. Everyone loves Bruce Campbell. And I do kind of want him. I was yeah, a little hoping a little on. bit. You but want him. I don't know. There's just potential there to continue it as like an anthology series with that kind of... And we'll see. We'll see what happens. I I would I would watch it. It's, it's fun. It's a fun little film to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So I guess I wasn't as negative as I thought. But yeah, three stars. Nice. Um, I watched 2005's The Descent. Have you heard of this movie? N- no. So this is a British movie that um, about bunch of girls going spelunking sort of uh they had to rush this movie to be made because there was an american type movie called the cave which was coming out at the same time so they rushed this movie to come out and it came out um unfortunately during the london bombings so it uh, it bombed part of my pun at the box office um but this movie is really damn good and i think you would really like this movie okay so these girls go spelunking um sort of they get stuck yada yada and and then there's this twist that just happens in the movie. I'm not going to spoil it for you, but I was pleasantly surprised by this random movie. And then I talked about this movie, and it's really damn popular. Apparently, this is a cult classic that uh, everybody who I've talked to has seen. I've never heard of this, and it has almost 300,000 views yeah. on Letterboxd. Apparently, I've this is a very this. popular movie um, that people love. And I was I really, really liked this movie. I gave it three and a half stars. I'm closer to moving it to four because I kind of want to rewatch it again because that's how... Like, honestly, really good I found this movie. Um, a lot of the things that I was reading about it were, oh, I was too hyped up. Mm. I had never even heard of this thing. I've never heard of it, no. Yeah, I think you would really like this. Give it a shot. Um, the Descent. It's really, really good. Um, there is a lot of, like, spoiler talk, so I'm not going to necessarily talk about it because I actually do want you to watch this movie, and then okay. I want to talk about it on our next podcast um, because I think you'd really, really enjoy this. So The Descent, very good movie. Would recommend uh, if you guys it's have horror, heard about right? it. Yes, horror movie. Give it a shot. I'm not going to talk more about this one because I want to talk about it on the next before. Um So I'll go to another movie, Overcomer. Um, I'm just going to go to a next one because I have a lot more than you. Yeah, that's I fine. think you only have one more, right? I have that in a TV show. Okay. Uh, Overcomer is about uh, a basketball coach who uh, everybody basically in his town sort of gets fired from their job at the steel mill or whatever. So he has to coach the track team, which is one girl. And through Jesus Christ, he's able to do it. Oh, geez, man, <laughs> stop with your Catholic films. This movie sucks. I give it stop half a star. Stop watching Terrible this movie. garbage. Overcomer, uh, just genuinely awful. Hey, man, I was trying to watch a good horror movie, and a man finding Christ to save basketball. That is horrifying. 
That is literally the definition of a horror film. Um, yeah, so I watched that anyway. Go to your TV show. What the hell, man? <laughs> Half a star. Oh, Jesus. My review just said LMAO. <laughs> uh, terrible film. Terrible, terrible film. Okay, well, I watched the... <laughs> Jesus, I don't even know how to react from that. You you got to stop. We talk about Jesus too much on this podcast for a film podcast. This is your fault. Why are you doing this to us? Well, in the light of everything that's happening today... In the light of Marvel and Disney... Yes. ...putting out... So that, I guess, there's some... That actually is some important news to talk about. Yeah, yeah. Break it first before you talk about this, because I think it'll be involved, right? You're, it is. Would, would you watch Loki? Yes. Yeah. So it is directly involved in that one. But we will see what happens when uh, Daredevil, <laughs> the newest film series, the TV series, I should be exact, Daredevil Born Again, is no longer moving with its current... Yeah. Script. They have fired everyone involved on the TV show, and they were apparently around five episodes or so into making the series already filmed. The fil- apparently, the TV show was not working when they, during the strike, they've had time to look over the film and kind of take what they've heard from a lot of the criticism of their last couple TV shows because they have not really been working that well. This one apparently was more of a legal procedural. TV show that did not resemble what? the Netflix's version of okay. action and violence. Cox would not have appeared in costume until episode four. Okay, you know what? I'm okay with that. Here's the thing. I just don't think people watching a Marvel no TV show- No one wants to yeah. watch Daredevil just for that because the Marvel, the Netflix version did a very good job at balancing yeah, it. Yeah, I thought they did that great. You cannot do this without Foggy. Who is a main yeah. part of the two? So and he wasn't in Foggy the, the and other Karen ones, right? were originally not in the reboot continuation, whatever the hell it is. So they have let go of all the writers and directors, and they are restarting the entire creative process. This comes on the back of Marvel planning to make changes on how its TV is handled, including shows will now have a proper showrunner that writes pilots and show bibles. Imagine that. What? Imagine them making TV shows without actual showrunners. <laughs> that is a mind-boggling decision that actually happened. And it focused on multi-season serialized TV rather than limited series. Oh, my God. There is a sky from above. The, the birds are chirping. Kevin Feige realized what a television show is. Marvel Studios' TV efforts have faced internal criticism for the lack of a central vision, not giving writers creative oversight in post. Fix it in post attitude. Film execs running the shows, shooting 150-plus seasons on the fly. Also coming off the back of season invasion writers working on scripts for over a year until he was fired. That is Kyle Bradstreet. And during production, it was weeks of people erupting at each other and vying for supremacy. And a good portion of the team on the series was then replaced. So what we're hearing is that Marvel has realized that this is not working. Yeah. And they have decided that it is time to make television shows for television. Whoa. Who would have thought that was a good idea? Who would have thunk it? Who would have thought that the reason Loki was good was because it has a multi-season arc that is also in the MCU, but is is its own thing. Wow, isn't that crazy? Wow, this is great. <laughs> this is great. This is great news. I'm very very thrilled by this. It's crazy that it took this long to actually come to this, but I'm I'm proud of Marvel. Good job, Kevin Feige. 
Um, it's it's interesting though, you know. It, it is strange that just I don't know. It's 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 I I can't fo- I can't believe that this is actually happening. Yeah, it's just well they had no showrunners. No. What goes into your mind to think? I, about? I, I come on, man. It's Disney. Anyways, so in light of this, Loki season two. Yeah. Loki started. Preach. I'm a big fan of Loki, as I mentioned. Loki is yeah, yeah. the best Disney big Loki plus guy. Marvel show. I love Loki the character. I love the direction that they've done with him. I love Sylvie and his dynamic. I think it's excellent. And this show is more of the same. However, I was not as hyped as the first episode as a lot of other people online no. are. A lot of people do really like it. I think it's okay. I enjoyed it. I think it does kind of go back a little bit on its promise of the first season and the really interesting spot that it ended, and then it kind of reverses it immediately, and I'm like, yeah, not a big fan of that. Kihoi Kwan, great in this film. He brings a lot of energy and char- charismatic uh, and just presence to a already great dynamic between Tom Hiddleston and Owen Wilson. The two of them are just lightning in a bottle chemistry, and I love them. I'm glad they're together again. And he inserts himself as a very good presence. Now, if he, this is the only episode he's in, that's kind of disappointing because I would like to see him in it a bit more. But I enjoyed him. He's probably my favorite part of it. Oh, I interesting. I am interested to see where the season goes. I'm interested to see what happens. Jonathan Majors is still in the season. This is not He's not been written out, so whatever happens with that happens. But the most interesting thing, kind of going off the Coke's tales of what I was mentioning of Marvel before, is that this is a show that apparently had a beginning, middle, end. They scripted this entire season, and they stuck with it. There's been zero reshoots. It's one of the only Marvel products to never have a reshoot. So they were confident with what the the product they're playing out, and it's obvious. It's obvious. Just night and day difference between this and Secret Invasion and Miss Marvel and She-Hulk, you can tell. You can just tell that this is love and care, and they clearly have a story built out for these characters of where they want this to go, as well as overall impacting the whole Kang storyline. It's good. It's the best Marvel stuff they put out in a long time, aside from Guardians, which is the, still the best thing this year from the MCU, not Spider-Verse related. But I enjoyed it. I'm excited to watch the next five episodes. I think that Loki is really good. I love Tom Hiddleston, like I said, and I enjoyed my time with it. Hell yeah. It's just fun. It's more. It's kind of Doctor Who-ish in a way, also. Oh. It's got some Doctor Who vibes. And Very I think that's cool. kind of fun. It's, yeah. just, it's different from everything Marvel does. I love the whole TVA story. I just think it's different and it's cool and it's fun. I love time shifting. I love time traveling. It's it's whatever. And I love Sylvie. And I'm happy that she's oh, back. That's really fun. Yeah. That seems great. It's great. I'm never going to watch that. I know you won't. But yeah. I just got to hype it because it's actually something Marvel related that I'm excited about. And the news, like, don't get me wrong. It sucks every time that these actors have to go through something being filmed and having to come back and redo it and create a processes. But this seems like it's for the better. And yeah. if this improves Marvel's quality, which they clearly know has been lacking, this is a good thing. And I think that we will only begin to benefit from Marvel realizing this stuff. Hell yeah. Yeah. So that's my thoughts on the first episode of Loki. If you guys are listening to this and like, wow, that's going to make the TikTok, you're right. All right. <laughs> uh, speaking of superheroes. Love that content. Speaking of superheroes, Gen V gave hey, this a shot. finally. Um, so I downloaded, the f- there were four episodes out when I watched this. There was. I did watch the fourth episode as well. Ah. Uh, so you're wrong. This is oh. this is the boys. This is exactly like the boys. No. It's gross. It's disgusting. It's violent. I don't know what the hell you were talking about. Um, and it sucked. I'm sorry. Come on. It's no, not it good. doesn't. It's so boring. I like what they attempted to do. I think you're right that it's moving in a very interesting direction. And I agree with you that the characters are likable. Mm-hmm. And I like the route that it took. It's just boring. 
and it sucks. I disagree. It's boring because it's overplayed again. It's just superhero stuff is such a hangover with it. It doesn't work anymore. I just have like a, a secret school thing. Like you could make like an interesting mystery. And I don't know how you said that without the boys thing that this wouldn't hold up. It's the same thing. It's just the boys, but they're kids. No. Yeah, it is though. It's gross. It's violent. The jokes are bad. Uh, the jokes aren't great. I, you have to get rid of that you like good scripts. The script no. is not good. The script is the, the script, script is not good. I it's like, genuinely bad. You saw how episode four ended. I want to watch episode five starts. I now. have not made it to episode four. Okay. So finish episode four okay, and then we'll talk about good scripts. It was the, okay, so I see what you're saying in the things that you would like about it. And I agree with you. The cast is very likable. A lot of them, though, are also not likable, so it's also weird. Um, the main crew is likable. Yes. When it tries to do the boy stuff, it really is doesn't work, especially in this. And there's this big superhero hangover. I'm so sick of... Listen, the boys got so boring because every single episode was like, what if Superman was bad? What What if Superman was bad? And it just does it for, for four seasons. And we've already seen that. We've seen it so many times. It's so boring and overplayed now. Superman did What If Superman Was Bad. We had that way ago. We had superheroes doing social media. We had Booster Gold in the DC Universe. Like, it's not a new original idea. When it came out in, what, 2019, it was interesting. And I think we needed that with all this Marvel hangover. And I think the boys actually worked. It's so overplayed now, and it's so boring. It just doesn't, it doesn't capture what it originally captured because what it captured... Nobody cares about it anymore. It's boring now. It's overplayed itself. It's not a commentary on this whole superhero thing and, and all of this social things that we have with superheroes anymore. It is that. It's literally just doing what it's making fun of, and it's not clever anymore. I don't know. It it, it just bothered me. Um, but I'm going to keep watching it because there is parts that I do like. And I think, I, I think you're right. They're... The good does outweigh the bad, but the first couple things were really hard to get into. They were pretty boring, and a lot of it sucked. But I'm going to keep trying. You're, you're <laughs> wrong. You're wrong. I'm going to keep trying. You're wrong. I do like the twist. You're right. The twist that they take and the turns that they do and it's the, the cast up. is likable. It's just they have everything overlying it is just boring, and it's just overdone now. It's a grown-up sky high. Which I love. It is. It is a grown-up sky high. And the I just wish I I wish it wasn't in the boys' universe. And I, I wish it wasn't superheroes. I think my one issue with it is, is it's missing a big bold figure that the boys has. And like you were saying, the bad Superman and Homelander, he was this big threatening presence. Same with Butcher. Butcher is a huge presence, and I think the show is missing that a little bit because I think it works better when you have that presence with it. But I think they are building through that presence with this really good mix of heroes and characters together. I love Emma. I think her storyline is really, really fascinating of the having to throw up and how that translates to her body image. I think it's handled really well. And it's interesting the way they're doing that. And I just like the different commentaries that they're having on all these. The societal class, the, the power rankings, how that's affecting them as they're trying to unsolve this bigger mystery that's happening underneath their school. I think there's just a lot of really good, key, interesting moving parts. And there's little nuggets that are being told to us every single episode that are interesting. And they're not telling us boldly to our faces what it is. Yeah. And we don't know. The end I of do, episode I do agree four, with you. Everything overlying that they're building 
or everything that they're not overlanding, the things that they're giving you, the nuggets that they're giving you, the, the interesting moments are completely different from the boys universe. And every time they try to go into this overlying thing of like the boys universe, it doesn't work for me. And it's just, it's overdone. It's overplayed. But that's, I think what makes it more frustrating is everything you're saying is correct. Mm. Fair. Okay. Fair enough. I think you'll like episode four. I think it takes a bold choice at the end, the way they ended it, that I think will keep you more invested. And that is what I'm like, what I've genuinely liked about these episodes is it ends in a very interesting place that keeps me having wanting to come back and figure out what's going to happen next. Yeah, but everything that they do with like the jokes and the and the gruesome gore is like, okay, I'm just just shut the hell up it's with just it. Their it's just their stick at this point. I know, but it it that's what they think people like, and at this point, it's like it's so overdone and boring. I don't think I don't. I genuinely don't, and that's why it's freaking annoying. The gore is fine. I I'm fine with the gore. I'm more have an issue with the over sexualization and like the giant penis. Like that stuff, I'm I'm not as yeah, big the, of a fan on. It's just the, half of the script, though. Half no. the script is just like, no. oh, I'd like to have sex with him. No. Oh, sex, sex, sex. Ooh, let's do it, sex style. Ha okay. <laughs> ha. No, ass it's not. stuff. No, it's not. It is though. No, I'm not wrong. Yeah. Okay. It is. Keep, keep watching. Keep watching. I'll keep watching. Uh, is that all you watched? No, I got one other thing. Let's go. I watched. The TV show, I, I started it. It's and I'm not done yet. I started the first two episodes of Boiling Point. If you're asking me, what is Boiling Point? It is, originally, was a 2021 British drama film, which was about uh, a restaurant. And it starred Stephen Graham and was directed by Philip Baratini. And it was a one-shot film about oh. a restaurant and a night in the restaurant. Very, okay, I'm, I'm going to get into a rant in a little bit, but in the style of what you would expect from the current modern day restaurant dramas right so think the bear think this is what that is like it's very intense very very thrilling very encapsulating and the one shot was just enamored me the entire time i really liked the the film the the sequel series however has currently grabbed me in a very different way. It is a complete continuation of it. So you cannot just watch. I guess you could because it tells you what happens, but you're not going to get the small character details that you got from the film. It's a four-part miniseries. And it's honestly insane the different levels of themes that they're able to talk about in such a short time. In 50 minutes, they're exploring so many different avenues of... Stress at work, mental health, self-harm. There's just so many different ways they're exploring all these things with these characters. And it's such a grim outlook, but it's so well done and so well shot, so well acted. I loved watching it. And it's such a strong show that no one talks about. And this is where my, my issue is with everyone saying, oh, it's just the bear. First of all, the bear came out after Boiling Point. So Boiling Point came first. This came before everyone got on the bear. So don't go here with your, ooh, it's just it's just uncut gems in a restaurant. No, that's not what it is because this is more of a drama. The bear is a comedy with drama elements. And the drama elements are done well, don't get me wrong, but this is pure drama, unadulterated drama. That second episode was so hard to sit through because it's so tough. And it could be so relatable to so many people and could just be just hitting. It hits you so hard. It's so good. So good. And no one's talking about it. And it's such a shame because it's such a gem. I'll watch it. You I, should I like watch Stephen it. Graham. 
Stephen Graham does take a back role in the TV show, but it makes sense for what happened in the film. I just I'll it, watch the movie. It sounds interesting. It surprises me there's a show out here like this. Hell yeah. It's really well done. I think a lot of people are imploring everyone to go watch the film and watch this. It came out on BBC. It is currently airing right now um, in BBC America, but all the episodes are out online, so you can watch them. It's really good. This might end up a top five TV show of the year. Really? Yeah. Okay. It's, it's that good. I'll give it a shot. It's just so engrossing, and it so, does such an opposite thing from The Bear, So, which is why I don't really get why people compare the two. Also, you can have two coexisting shows about restaurants. That's not like yeah. Turns out there's more than one restaurant. Too. Yeah, like I don't really understand the criticism of this being oh it's just the bear. Like no, it's not. It's its own thing, and it's doing it so well. And I love that those two restaurant shows are bringing me two of my favorite seasons of the year. Hell yeah, it's really good. I'm gonna keep watching. I think when I get home, I'm gonna finish it off. I just it's really entertaining. No, entertain. It is entertaining, but it also grabs you in such a cool way. Hell yeah, I'm gonna give that a watch too. Yeah, Where, what are you watching on? I am currently not watching. I'm watching on BBC America. Yeah. I, have a free, I have like a free BBC uh, trial okay. with it with a VPN. Damn. So I've been watching Crap. on VPN. So I know how you're going to end up watching it. <laughs> hey, chill, chill. <laughs> it's good though. I think it's on Prime, the film, because that's where I saw okay. Boiling Point. So oh. start with yeah, the Yeah, I'll film have to first watch the movie. Before you I'll get watch to that it. tonight. You should. It's a, the film's one take. The TV show pays homage to it within its first 10 minutes of it being a one take and then it goes on to be its own thing but the entire cast is back the entire mind surrounding the the movie it's all there so you knew it was going to be good the second you sucked into it it's great we people should go watch it more hell yeah so if that's one recommendation out of everything we're saying because we've been negative on a lot of more things yes go watch this one this is the one i'll watch this i'll watch this um so i have a couple more movies but i'm going to speed through them because they're not necessarily great um i watched a 1985 movie starring a young jim carrey called once bitten um this movie (laughs) is about is that the clip you sent me yeah oh god (laughs) this movie is about a guy who really wants to have sex with his girlfriend and his girlfriend's like we should wait um and then he goes speed dating with some old people because he's like "Ah, maybe i should just go have sex with somebody Uh, and he meets a vampire and the vampire um was feasts on virgin men because they're so hard to find Oh. <laughs> yep, that's the reason. Okay. Um, there's a lot of disgusting jokes, homophobia, trans jokes. Um, I sent Jake a clip of uh, one scene, which is just- It's really bad. Just blatantly uh, blatantly homophobic and pretty disgusting. Um, yeah. Jim Carrey tries his, his his best in this thing, man. As he does. He's he's doing his best. And he's a young guy in this. I didn't even like, know he was in movies like this at, at this time in his career. Um, brutal. Brutal, brutal, brutal. Uh, but also <laughs> kind of fun. Kind of fun. The movie was kind of good. No. It wasn't a good movie, but it was kind of good and like, uh, you're having a good time. Don't lie. Good don't time lie to yourself. Um, at the end, they're like running away, and the only way that the the vampire won't eat him is if he has sex with his girlfriend. <laughs> so they do that, and that's the end of the movie. Shut up. <laughs> so Shut dumb. up. That didn't happen. Uh, I gave it two stars. Um, <laughs> God. That did not happen. Yeah. Uh, that is, uh, like, if, listen, there's a lot of great stuff from the 80s. There's a lot of good movies that age all right. There's a ton that does not age at all. No. Does not age good No, at all. And this is a prime example. Oh, brother. Uh, don't watch that. Then I watched Fast X. Oh, Let's go. hell yeah. Family. Dude, family assemble. <laughs> it is just the Avengers. It's so stupid. But car stuff. That ending is so bad. So bad. Oh, my God. Um, brutal. Brutal, but so much fun. Yeah. 
I have to say, people love Jason Momoa in this thing. Yeah, I loved him. He was awful. I thought he was terrible in this movie. He's doing his best Seth Rollins impression. Dude, he was genuinely the worst part of the movie, I thought. And there's a lot of bad performances in this movie. He is so underwhelming for this big bad. Mm. I was really disappointed. I don't disagree. I, I like He's so over the top that it's a bit too much. But I just... I don't know. I thought he was fun. Like, you know, I thought I don't even know if I thought he was over the top. I just I don't think he matched where they were in the the franchise. I think he just brought a ju- a different juice that we haven't really yeah. seen. Yeah, and you know I'm okay with that as like a side guy. But where they are, this is the tenth movie. I wanted like the ultimate bad guy, and the, and he really didn't deliver for me on this. Mm. I, I know you haven't seen all of the fast movies, but like as. Someone, like This is genuinely one of my favorite franchises ever. I think they've really gone off the rails the past two movies, especially this one. This is probably the worst movie, and uh, including Tokyo Drift. But this one was a lot of fun. Wait, including Tokyo Drift? Yeah. People love that film. Yeah, but it's genuinely, people consider it one of the worst, the, the worst movie of the franchise. Have you seen the fourth one? Fourth one's good. Better than Tokyo Drift. The fourth one is not good. It's better than to- you. You have you have seen the first three? Have you seen Tokyo I've seen Drift? The, so I've seen the first one. I have not seen the second, third. I have too seen, fast, too furious. I have not seen too fast. I haven't seen. I've seen bits of the fourth, and I've watched from fifth onwards, including Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> Tough on that one. Yeah, it's not great. No. Um, it's okay. I thought this was like the worst one, but I just think the franchise is in such a different place than the first. Like the first movie is actually like I really love that movie. It's one of my like, favorite movies. Yeah, it's okay. And just like seeing that movie to this movie, yeah, was it's a bit of a absolutely insane. culture shock if you show the first movie yeah. and then this one. Um, this what? was it was a lot of fun though, and I'm glad that they somehow included everybody in this movie. Gal Gadot gets back, from yeah, death. coming out of that submarine. No one dies in this franchise. Literally, no one. Every single crew are you, member. Are you stupid? Every <laughs> single crew member has come back to life. Are you dumb? That's because some guy died in real life, Jake. He's still alive in the franchise. And he's in the though. movie. <laughs> what does it say? They're not going to. I swear to God, if this last movie CGI brings him back in, do stop it. <laughs> don't do it. I, I, they're setting it up. Don't do Dude, it. Dude, yeah, don't. They, don't they do had it. such like the ending to the the one where the see you again. That's a fantastic ending. I love the sound. I thought movie. that was amazing yeah. how they did that. Stop mentioning stop Brian. Stop bringing him back. Stop it. Leave stop him, talking about him. Leave him. He's fine. Let him. Just let, let him. Be. him it's because they want his show. wife in all the movies again still. I know. But they can't. Like, come on. If he dies, she's got to go with Well, if he doesn't die, then Just she's got to go with Just let him have a happy him. retirement. Stop mentioning yeah. that he's happily retired. We know. Yeah. Just let exactly. him. Just let him exactly. chill. What do you think about Dwayne Johnson showing up at the end with the, the big reveal at the spoiler alert, I don't think anyone really cares that we're spoiling Fast X at this point because if you've seen Fast X, you, you know. But they also spoiled this before the film came out. Yeah, what they're, the hell? Dwayne Johnson's like, yeah, I'm back. And we're like, what? It's the big thing. I thought they didn't like each other. Yeah, uh, like for family, man. Vin Diesel and, and Dwayne The Rock Johnson don't like each other. Because there's part two and part three coming out and another Hobbs film. <laughs> Let's go. Standalone. So that's what the next film, apparently, Jeez. is his movie before part right, two right. and part three. So it's really a four-part song. I don't know how. What like the world is just ending in this film? Yeah, like, I, I don't get it. Do you like that he's back? Yeah, man, man. I'm. I just want to see cars go fast and people shoot and you know celebrities do celebrity stuff. How many times did they say family in this film? I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> I, could you watch all of them from like five onwards and like have a drinking game of taking a shot every time they said family, or would you be dead? 
probably be dead. Because also, the first four, I don't think they say it a lot. That's a lot of movies. That is a lot The of first movies. four, they say it a lot, dude. The first movie is literally all about family, brother. No, but Vin Diesel and... Second movie's not so much. They don't like each other. Do you know the plot of the second movie? Isn't Vin Diesel not in that film? No. And then he shows up at the end. He's like, yo. So it's Paul Walker, and he's still working for the FBI, and he's got to go enter this, like, Oh, yeah, I forgot he worked for the FBI. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. So he goes, and he's like, I got a guy for the jab. And he goes, gets Tyrese Gibson, who's a prisoner, and he's like, he will set you free if you can help me. And then it's just them, like, undercover. It's pretty sick. They have not done anything with Gibson and Ludacris worthwhile at all in these last couple films. They're just the comedic, boring characters. That scene with Pete Davidson might be the worst scene I've ever Dude, seen. Dude, I forgot about the Pete Davidson scene. Genu- I, like the, we they're said like earlier, on shrooms? I like uh, Pete Davidson a lot. Awful. Awful. Yeah, he would, was no rough. reason for him to even be in this film aside from like, Well, oh, the whole what? thing now is just cameo. Who can we get the cameo of this movie? Why did they bring Gal Gadot back? Because she's sick, bro. <laughs> Is she? Kal-El, no. It's funny how they bring back Dwayne Johnson and Gal Gadot after both of their franchises are dead now. Because The Rock puts so much into Black Adam that now he's came all the way back yeah. to the family. Isn't that cute? It's like yeah. me and you. You're my family. All right. That's <laughs> my family. Then I watched, oh God. <laughs> then I watched um, The Kids Are All Right, the 2010 movie that we talked ah, about okay. um, in our Oscars draft. Uh, rewatched this one. Exactly how I remember it. It's okay. Um, Mark Ruffalo uh, gets a call from a kid that he, he donated sperm to this lesbian couple and then the lesbian couple are like oh you're talking to our kids why don't you come over for dinner yada yada then it's about he starts an affair with one of them and it's just boring that didn't really sound that interesting no it's really not and it must have been a bad year for the Oscars Wow, it's almost like I said that. Yeah, because Even this movie it was not. This movie was not. No, I don't mean like who they awarded. I mean like what was nominated, because this was nominated in Best Picture. Yeah. If this came out this year, it nobody would care. Like no. nobody would even think this is a good movie. It was fine. Like it's it's totally okay. I have no idea how this was Oscar nominated. I think there's just not a lot going on. Fair enough. Yeah. I'll probably watch it eventually. Even hey, honestly, past dude, 2010s. not even. Not even worth a watch. I like Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, he's Mark Ruffalo. And then I watched a movie called Slacks with two X's, which is about a killer pair of pants. Hell yes. (laughs) Uh, Sign me up. This movie, this girl, she goes to work for this department store on like the overnight crew, resetting all the stock, the shelves or whatever. And there's a new pair of pants who a girl who made them in a sweatshop uh, fell into the chipper with the pants because they had the working conditions of the people making the pants are so poor that all of these pants are now coming to life with the ghost of the people that died making them. And then they, like, kill everybody in the store. It's sick. Sounds great. Would you give it one star? I gave that two stars. Oh, okay. It's very bad. Okay. Um, but it's fun. I don't know. You won't like it, but you might have fun with it. It sounds I don't exactly recommend it. like you described it. Imagine a movie about a killer pair of pants. That's hey. exactly what it is. It's like there's a movie about there about a killer tire. Yeah. Rubber. Rubber. Have you seen Rubber? I have. It kills people with its mind. I have not seen Rubber. Oh, no? No. Um, (laughs) Then I watched a couple episodes. How many movies did you watch this week? Dude, 10 hours on a bus. Okay, fair enough. Then I watched a couple episodes of the David Beckham documentary. I heard it's good. It's really good, actually. I'm very surprised. He plays for a horrible team, you know? 
don't respect him at all for playing for Manchester United. Save but, um, it for your podcast. Uh, but whatever. And uh, his voice is so annoying for such a good-looking guy. Yeah, you know, I said fine. It's like, the Harry up, Kane Brad. effect. Harry Kane's not a good-looking guy, and he has a horrible <laughs> voice. What? what? Yeah, I was saying Harry Kane has a bad voice. Harry Kane is the most British person I've ever seen. His hot one. I will never get over watching that hot one. So oh, God. So uh, David Beckham's veneers are like the most real-looking veneers I've ever seen. He might have the only good pair of veneers. I don't know what that is. Veneers? Yeah. It's when they like shave your teeth down and they have like the big the teeth they put in the fake teeth. Oh. You, ever, you know, you ever seen a British person and they have just big white teeth that no, are perfect? because British people have bad teeth. Yeah, that's why they all get veneers. Ah, okay. See, no, you're making sense to me now. You know what veneers are? No, I've never oh. heard of that before. Um, everybody has veneers in Europe now. Do you have them? I wish. Hmm. You want to get some? Maybe. How much do you think they cost? Probably a lot of money. Do you have money? No, no. Uh, anyway, that's... <laughs> <laughs> if you want to sponsor our podcast and help yeah, get some Yeah, if you guys want to sponsor our podcast, feel free. Uh, why don't you tell me what's coming out? Absolutely. Um, I, I, I don't know if you heard, Michael Collins. Little little thing called Taylor Swift. She's taken over Dude, everything we gotta go. We're I gonna love. Go. I don't want to watch it. We have to. Everything that I've loved, the NFL, now the movies. Now the movies. Setting apparently records for some of the biggest opening numbers of all time. Good God, this thing is going to crack into the top five of the year, isn't it? The Taylor Swift so. Eras Tour concert video. Let's go! The worst trailer I've ever seen in my life also. And they play it before every movie. It's a movie concert now. tour. No, but like the way they end it is like she turns around and she like stares at the camera, starts walking, and it like freeze sh- shots it, and it's like the Eras tour, and then like adds that's stuff awesome, around. dude. It looks really weird. Yeah, that's coming out. So Hell all these yeah. Swifties can get. You're more. going to see it with me. Four hours in the movie theater. Let's go. How long is it going to be? Because she's got like a long set. There's got to be the time out by now, it's, right? It's, well, how long's the concert? It's almost four hours now. What's your guess? How long do you think the movie is? Three thirty. It's two hours and 48 minutes. No way. Do they only pick the best bits then? I think, no, that tracks. I think. Why? Because I think that her concert's on. She does like 40 songs. Yeah, I think that's about three hours. So they must cut out like her talking or like an intro or. <laughs> Probably. There's no way they have all of the songs in there that. This, there's a $20 million budget on this film. How's that even possible? 20 million? Yeah. Probably to shoot in all of the different places. It's probably not in one location. Do we mm-hmm. have to go watch this? Yes. This breaks all of my core values. Which is what? Concert movies. You don't like concert movies? No. Bad you guy. Name me a good concert movie. Talking Heads. You've seen that? Yeah. Huh. I we should, we should go see it. came back. Yeah, I know. I've been trying to actually look to go watch Let's it. Let's go see it. Okay. I didn't, I didn't know you liked that movie. Yeah. So that's coming out. All you weirdos, go watch some Taylor Swift. As well, Anatomy of My parents f- are going to go see it this week with my sister. Why is everyone seeing this? The Talking Heads? Oh, I thought you meant Taylor Swift. I like oh, no. Gonna Everybody's going to go Swift. see that. Yeah. You can name anybody. They're going to go see it. Uh, Anatomy of a Fall. I don't think anyone's really going to be seeing this. This is the Palme d'Or winner at the Cannes Film Festival this year. France did not submit this as their official pick for the Oscars for international film. So once again, France just completely dismissing their best film for the year after two years ago they did not put Portrait of a Lady on Fire as their pick and now they did the same thing here for Anatomy of a Fall. That does not excuse that the fact that the film could still get 
some nominations for Best Actress, which is getting a lot of buzz for. So be on the lookout for that one. It's coming in limited. And if you want to go watch The Hunger Games 2012, it's coming back into theaters if you want to go watch that. For streaming, there is a film called The Mill that came out on Hulu. It's a horror-ish film. It came out. If you want to go watch that, go for it. There's also a Lego Jurassic Park Peacock special. Ooh. You like your Lego and you like Jurassic Park, you might like that. Messy Meets America. Yeah, that's the Apple one. Yeah, there's a documentary about Messi coming to America. That came out today, no? Came out today, yes, yeah. at the time of recording. Doom Patrol is closing its doors. The final part of the last season for Doom Patrol, one of the last remaining parts of the original DCEU. So that will be done. Brandon Fraser is still in that. That is where he It's kind of crazy. Academy Award winning Brandon Fraser in Doom Patrol. The ha- this is the one that I am the most excited for this week. The Fall of the House of Usher. Mike Flanagan, baby. This is his next and final series with Netflix after Amazon Prime won the Flanagan Wars and will be getting him for his next series. This is getting insane reviews, saying it is just as good, if not better, than Midnight Mass. And I am so excited to watch this. I love Mike Flanagan. I have touted his praise on this podcast before. He is the man of modern-day mainstream horror. If you want greatness... This is your time. So I will be watching that, hopefully getting you guys a review. This is for Mike Collins' ears. Frasier. The reboot. The reboot. Or the sequel. Continuation, seaboot, sequel, reboot, whatever. Frasier with Kelsey Grammer. It goes back to Boston. Let's go, baby. Yeah. Out on Paramount Plus, we'll see how long that lasts. That's not lasting very long. Why? Frasier rules. No one cares. Frasier rules. No one. Fraser rules. Are you going to watch it? Yeah. I love Fraser. Fraser rules, dude. Niles. <laughs> oh, my God. That was, t- that was actually kind of creepy. I didn't like that. It's right in my ears. Uh, and then Lessons of Chemistry. Lessons in Chemistry. This is the Brie Larson Apple TV show that's coming out this week as well. Goosebumps. Get your Goosebumps on. Disney Plus original show. Probably not going to be very good because when's the good track record that Disney Plus has outside of anything that's not Marvel and Sp- Star Wars? I must have said Spider-Man. In the Disney Plus views. And then uh, Rick and Morty, season seven, coming out in Adult Swim on Rick and Sunday. Morty? Rick, Rick and Morty? Rick, 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 Rick and, Morty? and Morty. And Slaughterhouse, coming on Hulu and Disney if you want to watch some Slaughterhouse. <laughs> You want to add that to our double feature, Mike? We put some Slaughterhouse? Uh, I don't know about that. Make it a triple feature? And yeah, that, that uh, that's everything that's coming out. So I think it's a good spot to wrap up this pod. What do you think? Let's do it. All righty. If you guys enjoyed what you heard today, feel free to follow, share, rate, subscribe, all and of that good stuff. And sponsor us. And sponsor. Uh, follow our socials, Jake underscore Schultz 6, Mike Jose Collins, all on the X, formerly known as Twitter. You can find all of our link trees. Do anything that we've ever published. We're both putting out a lot of sports articles. Maybe you guys are interested in sports. Uh, we have some NFL content, some basketball content, some soccer content, all things you guys wrestling might be enjoyed and yeah if you guys like wrestling too jake posts a lot about all things aew lately yeah um yeah life's good life's follow good. everything yeah follow our tiktok too yeah tiktok's blowing up so and give us some recommendations on what you just want to see exactly. for us exactly because we want to get a spooky episode out for you guys that's not just us watching bye bye goodbye